Hey guys, it's Casey. I just wanted to pop on here and let you know that we know it's not always feasible. You might not always have the time to join our live collectives. We get it. Life happens. Time zones happen. But we want to provide you with a refresher that gets all those Cooper juices flowing. So when you're in a crunch and you can feel it, feel the panic set in, Put your foot down and say, I got this, because we have video bundle options that gives you access to all of our 20 collective classes. If you're asking yourself, what is the collective, Casey? Well, it is our most comprehensive test prep for the BCBA or BCABA exam. It includes 20 live classes. Each one is about an hour and a half, some are three hours long. So it is a lot of material. We take you through the task list from A to I and everything in between. We literally go over everything you need to keep your butt covered. We start with, I've signed up for the test, now where the F do I start? All the way to save my ass last minute questions in class 20. So if the live classes don't work for you, go sign up for one of our video bundle options We have a one-month access, two-month access, or four-month access for your needs. So head over to studynotesaba.com, and we'll see you in the collective. Love you. Mean it. It's behavior, bitches. Hey, guys. It's Liat. And Casey. And we are here with episode 115. I have a rhyme today, and it it. goes like this. Episode 115. Am I even alive? I don't know. I am (laughs) so tired and so ready for Kobe to sleep through the night. Casey, do you have a better rhyme? I mean, it kind of falls along the same lines because all I can rhyme with five is alive, but it was, you need sleep to stay alive. And it makes perfect sense because again, you know, I like to relate the rhyme to our guest. And today we have a really awesome guest. But before we get started, Liat, I want want you to tell the people, tell the listeners how you're feeling right now. (laughs) Because I'm looking at you and I just want to like... Hi, everyone. I'm feeling tired, Mm -hmm. depleted exhausted in need of a vacation that's the most understatement of the year I don't even know like I don't even know how to do that I realize (laughs) I have no idea even yeah I am finding myself very tired spent but at the same time the problem is I'm also really excited about what we're doing all the time so it's like even if I it's a creative opportunity yeah, no, yeah. it's like the other day, what was it? I think it was Friday and I had a doctor's appointment in Boston. So I was driving and I realized that I used to drive all the time for my job. And now that I don't, I realize how much creativity comes to me when I'm driving. And so Leah, it was like early for her time. And she's like, I'm, I'm going to go back for 30 more minutes. And then we just started shooting off like all the things we had in our, our head for the day. And she's like, screw it. I'm done. Like, I'm not napping. I'm, I'm going back to sleep. Like, even though Kobe didn't sleep at all last night, we're so excited for everything. So it's a balance of loving what we do and being so passionate and also knowing that we need to take care of ourselves to continue to do this stuff for everyone. <laughs> but yeah, so it's definitely interesting. Um, but we have intervention here today. But before we go there, I think we have to have a review of the day. Maybe that will wake me up. Okay. Actually, hold on. I, I had one, but now that you're feeling this sort of way, let me. there's another one that I wanted to read. And I don't think I've read it yet, but let me do it. What, what was this one about you? Okay. I don't think I've read this because you, you'll tell me if I have read it or not. Okay. All right. It's by Ali Gen Con 30 and the title is Liat, the creative inspiration. Okay. Ready? Casey, I, this is so <laughs> sweet of you. <laughs> no. I have loved the podcast so much. It makes my drives much less stressful, negative reinforcement, and more enjoyable. Liat, all caps, has been such a creative inspiration for the field. With each episode, I become more and more excited about entering this field. I'm testing this year. Liat has given me hope that I don't have to be pigeonholed into a certain realm in this field. I love that she is able to apply ABA to anything. Example, the panhandling, which is crazy. I just gave $20 to a mom because of so many factors while analyzing my behavior. 
Thank you for all you do for the field and BCBAs. Yeah, Lynn. I wrote that. I wrote that, by the way. <laughs> you would, though. That's like such, no, a, such a you behavior. No. Thank you. Who, who wrote that? Her name is Allie. Allie, thank you so much. You know, everyone loves Casey. So when I get a little love, it's super cool. So sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Yep. Today's podcast. So we usually make an outline a little bit. I mean, our I, when I say that, I really mean just words on a page. However, the conversation we had with this, you know, it usually goes like this, like, oh, we need to have our pre-interview with the guest, blah, 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 blah. Okay. We're really going to keep, like, Casey and I are really trying to time block. It's like, okay, we're really going to keep this one under 20 minutes. Okay. We're going to get the information, whatever it is. I don't know. I think like two hours later, we were still on with this guest (laughs) and it happens when it's a great guest. And so as much as we spoke, that means we also have less notes Mm -hmm. for today. So we will be just shooting the shit. And Casey, before I say too much, can you tell us a little bit about our guest today? I would love to. So yes, um, our guest today is Nicole Shallow, or on Instagram, you might know her as Your Behavior Gal, and she spells behavior with a U because she's in the beautiful British Columbia. She is also an animal lover, sushi fanatic, self-anointed bookworm. I totally stole this from your LinkedIn. All right. (laughs) She's a board-certified behavior analyst. Um, She passed in 2019, same as me. Um, and she really focuses on um, sleep, habit building, and behavior. So welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, thanks for having me, you two. Yeah. Very excited. It's, it's been a, a long nervous. time. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> Don't be nervous at all because we like have Alan and everyone knows that Alan is our man who takes right. care of everything. Yeah. So why don't you tell him a little bit of how you get started in the field and why you are passionate about sleep? Oh, that's a long story, but I'll just, I feel like it's the same as a lot of behavior analysts. I fell into it. Uh, I was a lifeguard and I was sitting on the side of the pool deck guarding (laughs) (laughs) lives, but also talking to a parent Uh and a parent told me, Hey, have you ever thought about being a behavior interventionist? So we call behavior interventionists that are similar to RBTs Uh here. And that was 2013, maybe. Wow. And uh, I had never thought about it, but I was in the middle of doing my psych degree and had no idea what I was going to do with a psych degree, which I'd say like 75% of people don't, mm-hmm. don't know what they're going to do. Like psych and sociology uh, and like everyone's like, what are you going to do with that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then I found this. I loved working with kids. I've always worked with kids since I was in high school. I was a swim coach and a swim instructor and... Yeah, I just loved it. I found, and then I found out that BCBAs existed, mm. and I didn't know what that was. And uh, I realized, hey, I have to go do my master's, which I love learning. And so I just continued on that path. During that time, it was uh, it was good, but I felt like something was always missing in the service I was providing, especially the kids who weren't sleeping at night. Mm-hmm. It's hard to have we're a session working. with someone that is sleep deprived. Right. And supporting families. Like I, Liat can attest (laughs) when a parent isn't sleeping, your ability to do anything during the day is just so limited. And I felt no kidding. It was just, and these kids weren't learning. Um, we were trying, we were doing all of our best to teach different skills and support the family. But when you're not sleeping, you're not learning, you're not retaining, um, you're not building connections. And so I, wondered I was like what is it that's missing and then my professor was like I challenged someone in this class to do sleep we have a toileting person here in BC we have a feeding specialist we don't have anyone doing sleep and so for me I was like perfect new opportunity Um, no one's doing it yet I'm an entrepreneur at heart so I just took it and ran with it and started my sleep journey there learning more about sleep and realizing, hey, this applies to adults and teenagers mm-hmm. and just everybody. You were able so, to generalize <laughs> that everyone, sorry, <laughs> people, anyone studying just got to throw some words in here, you know, generalize, especially because I forgot the robot. Exactly. Yeah. 
generalize the skills that I was learning into supporting adults and just education. Because once I learned about sleep, I was able to change my sleep. And it also motivated me to make certain habit changes like caffeine, um, sleep schedules, like alcohol before sleep. We can dive into that later, but just all of these things Mm -hmm. um, to realize, hey, I can get better quality sleep and I can probably be more productive, motivated, um, healthier. I was at, all the things. I was laughing right now because I'm just thinking back to our like chat before and you're basically I know you didn't say it, but I'm sure you were like, oh my God, these girls are train wrecks with their sleep cycle, with their like <laughs> everything, their balance of work life, of like having a baby, of just like what you do before you go to bed. Like we are the poster ch- children of what you should not do. And we were like, Nicole, please help us. Like, what do we need to do? And a lot of it is like as behavior analysts, like I know. what to do. It's the actual changing of the behavior. Exactly. Which is the hardest part is like holding myself accountable. Like why am I putting on, and TikTok makes makes me buy the most ridiculous shit ever. There's these like cozy headbands that have built-in speakers. (laughs) So now, okay, this is like ridiculous. I'm thinking of my own behavior. So I used to wear my earbuds to like my AirPods to bed watching like, I don't know, a Netflix show, but they Mm -hmm. hurt my ears or they'd fall out. So Instead of like an appropriate alternative behavior, I decide to go get comfy, cozy ones that are like built in. So instead of not, that was a behavior I wanted to change. And instead I made it easier on myself. Like what in the actual F, Casey? Like, oh, I mean, at the end of the day, like sleep is the high, like sleep is a reinforcer. Totally. It maintains all these weird habits Mm -hmm. that people create because all we want to do and the behavior we're looking at is falling asleep. So all the behaviors and like that are tied to the antecedents. So we're just going to throw in some Behavior terms principles. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Um, which is like your cues to falling asleep. So for you, if it's putting on the headphones and the mask mm-hmm. and some other people, it's like listening to um, like a meditation or podcasts and lots of people have weird sleep dependencies. And because we start to assume that those are responsible for our falling asleep behavior and they're tied to it and we get sleep, it's just, you know, you can, people can create some crazy rules around um, sleep and trying to control it because at the end of the day, all you want is to get some sleep. Absolutely. And there's so many, like, again, like, I, I realize when I get better sleep is on nights that I don't teach the collective because I'm typically, my husband and I are winding down around 839. Mm-hmm. Um, we both well, get let's up. be real. They wind down at 6 p.m. It's <laughs> wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I know. Like, like, I will, like, text at like, 7. You're I'm talking like, like your sleep <laughs> is so shitty. Like, you are legit asleep by 8. I know. But I'm saying, like, if you think of cycles and of what's healthy and what's not and when you're, like, at your optimal like best is if I go to bed at like nine and I'm up at five 30 and I feel like I was well rested. I slept, you know, pretty, you know, I didn't wake up a lot. Whereas nights we teach the collective, my body is typically used to be calming down around seven o'clock. And instead I'm amping up doing like jumping jacks to get ready for class. (laughs) And then you're on, you're, you're like literally like answering like crazy questions from Cooper till like 1130 at night. And then we're so amped after because we're like love teaching that we like end up getting on the phone together. And like it's 2 PM or 2 AM before I'm even going to bed. Yeah. And then you try to get up Tuesday morning at the same time and, and get the same amount of work done. And we're both just like, literally just blocked and it's totally that cycle is and I don't know what that you're the expert but like what does that like I call it like a what is that word a roller coaster cycle of my sleep right and it's it's inconsistent mm-hmm. right and our body clocks are always like it's the same 24-hour cycle every day like we that's like the underlying tone like it just is like the same Whereas if we, and we can do things to change that or like push past the sleep pressure by drinking caffeine or taking medication to just kind of stop that feeling of being tired. But at the end of the day, our, all of our systems, all the way down to like your cellular level have their own clocks and they're like, what are we doing? Yeah. We're supposed to be sleeping right now. (laughs) So it can be tough. Um, and it's hard because you can never 
really catch up on sleep. I think that's what Liat's going through is just cumulative. um, That's exactly what I'm going through. Um, Guys, maybe I should graph it if anyone's studying on a cumulative record of the amount of sleep that I've got in the last year. Um, But it's, I'm exhausted. But the thing is, what what I'm also finding hard is, so for example, Kobe slept with my mom on Saturday night and it was awesome. And Ellie runs like, should we go out to Gloria's? It's like a Mexican bar here, which like I legit have not been since I was like maybe 18. I wasn't drinking. Don't worry, guys. Anyways, (laughs) I'm like, are you on fucking crack? Like you want to go to a bar right now on our night off? (laughs) Like I was like, this is time that I have to be sleeping, you know? And it's like this confusing thing of, and I've had a very hard time like, since being a new mom, like figuring out really, and I think running a business on top of it, it's like, they're both your babies. So you don't like it's Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And, and the thing is before, like before, I mean, I also think it's interesting. We could talk to you about it because I know you two are an entrepreneur and like as Casey and I are just, you know, a lot of stuff is unpaved. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you're not leaving work at the office after. Like, you are work. Like, yes. every single thing about you is whether it's – it's really hard and it, and it does get in the way of your sleep because even if you want to be like, okay, I'm going to have a boundary on this. Mm-hmm. And I know you're probably like, well, you still can. But there are <laughs> things that happen where it's like – Oh, it happens. Like, it's like, dude, like, I'm sorry your website decided to all go down at this time, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone lost access to their mocks. Oh, gosh. No, I'm Mm -hmm. setting a boundary. No, these are paying customers who need to get their product, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, and sometimes being like, okay, well, if I want the rest of my week to be successful, like Casey and I yesterday on Sunday, we've really tried setting the boundary of like not doing work on weekends, but we were like, we'll never be able to finish the stuff this week if we don't get on for like two hours on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it's like this constant struggle. And when I say two hours, I mean like we were really on there for like four. Cause Matt even says to you, I was like, it's just from nine to 11. He's like, I'll see you at two. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. I swear. He's like laughing at me. He prepares for it. But like, yeah, it's just when you're, yeah, when you're passionate and you're running your own business, you're going to be, you're going to choose that. But we talked a lot with you too about now it's like we built something. So now it's like going inside and doing the internal work of um, mm-hmm. how to Leah, you're chewing really loud. <laughs> <laughs> All I hear is like dun, 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 <laughs> You guys, she has no time. She has to eat during the podcast. All right. This girl That's is fine. We yeah. Yeah. She's gotta take the minutes where she can. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I was just it's now and the one thing I it's kind of switching things, but you were saying something to me. And I don't know if anyone's out there running businesses or just being a new BCBA and working your ass off for somebody. Um, but you said like we're running our business in like the masculine sense. Yes. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, tell me about that, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that grind, like grind mm-hmm. until you die, literally. Yeah. Like just keep going. Um, and I think for- of like Dory, like just keep swimming, but like. Yeah. And for women, we do it a little bit differently. And we're also managing a lot mm-hmm. like Liat's got two full-time jobs and it's funny because I was actually gonna say this I was gonna say this Liat so I see you every single day and you're like literally just like each day looking more tired and blah 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 and then I look at Eliron every day and he's like I'm going to the gym I'm going to run I'm so excited I'm dressed up like it's so different the amount of stress that it puts on the mom is I've just seen it's, this like wild like you have to just kind of like suck it up. That's what I have to tell you. Like <laughs> at first it was like, oh, okay, I'm counting. No, you got this many hours of sleep last night. Tonight I will be getting this many hours of sleep. Okay, you did this, which I know is not how any relationship is supposed to work. Like However, when you're so exhausted, yeah. it's like you legit – but now it's at the point where I'm just like, all right, as a mom I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing more it's just the way it is like Mm -hmm. yeah and And it's it's finding the balance and I think sleep 
when you don't have it and I'm not a mom, but like I've had spouts of it, but I will never compare it to like early motherhood. Like I have a puppy, but it's not Still, the same, but I'm, you just realize, yeah. Like you just realize like you can find some empathy for people who are not getting quality sleep. And I totally, whenever I hear about our students who are like, I don't know, I'll see like someone like breastfeeding their child on zoom. Mm-hmm. and like have another toddler crying there and studying and like going to work in the day. I'm like, how? Like, and you can't help but be like, how do people do this? Like, I'm like, feel like I'm like really struggling over here and like, I'm exhausted, but like people do this all the time. You were saying just, the other day, you're like, I think I'm just weak. I'm like, you're not really <laughs> <know. laughs> yeah, I said, I was like, I think I'm legit just like, <laughs> A weak ass. Like that's. (laughs) I don't think that's it. No, I don't either. Um, You're just like, yeah, you're consistently sleep deprived and being sleep deprived can increase things like anxiety, feelings of like low mood and frustration and all of this stuff. And I know like, yeah, in the collective, there's probably moms who are trying to study and work and be parents and I think the answer, maybe not, because sometimes you can't get more sleep because it's un- out of your control right now, but it is finding support systems to help you through the day so that it can take the pressure off the day mm-hmm. or at least your life yeah. so that you can have downtime. Like, if, does that mean hiring a cleaner so that you don't have to clean? And then you have like time to spend with your kid or like do something for you. Mm-hmm. It's finding that balance. Well, that's the, that's the struggle. It's like when you do have that, like that, let's say it's like a constant, like what's your childcare situation figuring out. Yeah. Right. And then when you have it, it's like, should I be like, I do have stuff I have to get done. Like I had all these tasks that like are coming at you. And then like, you know, it's just, and then when you're exhausted, everything's worse. You know, it's like, now yeah. I'm like feeling like I need to be getting all this done and now I'm not getting it done. And now I'm like more anxious, but I'm also like not going to do quality because I'm dead tired. Exactly. And so you're better off even getting a little bit of a nap and just resting and doing something for you and then coming back to it later because it will, it will eventually get done. It just might not get done on the timeline that we set for ourselves. Cause usually mm-hmm. we set high expectations. I'm so rigid and with that, with timelines. Like I think like, I, I'm just I like, timelines. <laughs> I just know myself like every Monday, Wednesday, like, I want to have the collective done by like noon at the latest. Right. And like, if like Liat has different plans or whatever it is, I like, like spiral of like, like we need to get this done. And it, it always gets done. It's just like, for me, yeah. that timeline is, it's also like not being so fused to the timeline. Like, Guess yeah, what? Like like that's going to be creative timeline. and come up with something great at 4 p.m. And that's fine. That it's not <laughs> at <laughs> or like 7 p.m. right before the class. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's just... Um, I'm most creative right before. Oh, yes. And I've learned that about <laughs> you. Totally. Like, I'm like, it's going to be like... I could do something, right? A week in advance. But she could do it better an hour in advance. So I usually lay the infrastructure. And mm-hmm. then she'll come in and be like, oh my God, your well, grammar sucks. <laughs> <laughs> she's ready for any time that my energy kicks in. Mm-hmm. I am. That's the thing is like, we have to be flexible and kind to ourselves and to others. Cause we don't know what everyone's going through. And it looks like both of like you both said you're both tired. Mm-hmm. So you guys are being kind to each other and giving each other some grace around it, which yeah. I think is important. It is important. It really and is. With, yeah. With sleep, it's all about the quality. So sometimes you can't get the quantity that you want, but if you can increase the quality of the sleep that you are getting, that's a win. Mm-hmm. And so there's little things you can do during the I day. I was just thinking, yeah, like one of the things that you should do or try but to maybe. at least is like when you have childcare in the morning, like, like we always say we're going to do this. We're going to start later on Monday, Wednesdays because we work so late and like go back to sleep. But like having your phone there or having me like, so like, oh, you call me just like, like, good morning, like happy, whatever is like actually leaving the phone away and, and mm. shutting your eyes for another hour, I think would really help you. Cause you're not really sleeping in the morning, even like you're up all night. And then in the morning when you do have someone, you don't use that time to sleep. Dude, I have this guilt. Like when I have childcare there in my house with Kobe, I feel this guilt of like, I'm going to go sleep while you're here. Like, it just looks like, like I it's weird. 
I mean, I know that's mm-hmm. why I have help like to get anything I need to get done during that time. Mm-hmm. I also have this guilt of like me just laying down when someone's there like caring for my child. Sleep could help you with like your creative energies. Like you'll probably solve the problem and come up with the answer while you're sleeping. Oh my God. I always, this is so important for students listening. Yeah. I mean, studying late at night is really, really, really hard, especially if you worked all day and your brain is just not retaining anything. And I've seen students at night when it's like 10, 11 o'clock and we're, you know, on a concept and I can see them spiraling and asking all these, like not ridiculous, but like, you know, crazy questions. And it's like, I just want you to go sleep on this concept. You just learned a really, really hard concept, like response and stimulus generalization. Right. And right now, yes, I'm sure the questions are firing and you're like, and you're also exhausted and you need to get up in the morning. And I'm telling you, I, when I was studying, I used to have light bulbs in my sleep. Like I'd be like, I'd wake up in the morning and be like, Oh my God, it totally clicks now. And I would write down whatever I like dreamed of or whatever it was, but sleep really, I mean, is there research out there that it like helps you with your memory or with like retention of learning? Oh yeah. There's lots. Um, they've done a lot of the research and I was kind of looking through it a little bit more before this call, but they've done a lot of research, especially in teens and college students mm-hmm. cause they're the perfect, you know, oh, specimens. In the middle of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy to get. Plus yeah. they're always learning. And like the more sleep that students get, the higher their GPAs, um, the higher their motivation, the higher the work, the better their working memory was. So sleep is probably the key to any sort of studying. And my sister hacked this early on in our, I was always wondering, I was like, why are you getting better marks than me? And we're twins and we studied the same, but she would always nap like for like 90 minutes after she did a little review session. And then she'd come back and she'd know it. <laughs> like, Such a good tip because if she could just put her brain off like that to nap, that's my problem. It's like, yeah, she, she, I think we mastered napping because we worked so hard, like during our teen years that we're like, oh my gosh, we just have to nap, turn off. And like, you can use the same strategies that you use to get to sleep at night to kind of help nap yourself in the afternoon. But even if it's just lying down and closing your eyes and even doing like a meditation or something just to get into that slow wave, Mm -hmm. um, you can see some of the results there just to let it click. Um, for me, stimulus equivalence was the one that just would not land. And then Dude. it did. <laughs> and now it's like non-equivalent relations in RFT. And you're like, I couldn't even get the first one. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would not land for me whatsoever. Because I did at the time I had the BDS modules to do and I just could not <laughs> figure it out. Um, well, no, you so have to, yeah, do, like, you have to do it like Casey did it when I would like cheat the system by taking photos of it and then going back. It was not the way to learn. If you're out there studying, do not do what I did. Do not. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like, just to get the green check mark. I had to get hundred percent. I could not let myself not get hundred percent, but I didn't learn anything. Yeah. I was just cheating. No. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, it sleeps. Um, like if you're studying, like some people are night owls, right? So Leotics. some people can, Leah could probably study into I don't know what well, no, I might not I'm, be anymore. Leah is a friggin' can I tell you this? So last week she was like, I just need to take a night off from the collective. I'm just like, I'm finding myself about to have a nervous breakdown. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Like we support each other. Like I'll take a night off this week. You take a night off last week. And so I'm like hoping and praying that she's going to use that time to shut off, maybe watch some Netflix, maybe read a book, maybe go to sleep at nine it's like I'm done teaching the collective at like 1130 my time. So 1030 her time. And she's texting me that someone's coming over to her house to talk about a mentorship program for BCBAs. I'm like, it is 11 o'clock at night. I'm so angry with you. Like you did not utilize this time that you should be utilizing to rest. It's hard to put yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. This is an episode is all about you. This is all about me. This is like my world. And like all of you are like living in it. You paw, paw. (laughs) Have you seen Wait, the, have Inventing you, Anna? Did you, watch, did you watch Inventing Anna? I love Inventing Anna. Oh my God, we are dying. It's all oh, we God. talk about now. Oh, well, I just send you this. You have to watch from SNL this parody. Oh my of this, goodness. She's like. Inventing Cleo? On, no, oh, Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, watch this girl. She watched the show. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh my God, I could actually do things with this. And she's like, what did she say? This is so basic. The food here at SNL is so basic. But her accent is like spot on to Anna Delvey's. Like, I can't do well, it. Well, it's funny because after I finished watching that, I called the. I'm coming out to Texas. Actually, this episode will probably be out by then. But anyways, 
um, I was coming out to Texas and I see that she had a twin bed for me to sleep in. And like, oh, I'm cool. like, I go, I need a king bed and a shower <laughs> curtain and a mini fridge. And she's like, who the hell do you think you are? I'm like, I'm Anna Delvey. She's like, okay. <laughs> and I was going crazy. I'm like, I need la- the extra large bath towels and blah, blah, blah. And like, just joking. I'm so opposite of who I am. I literally would sleep yeah. on an air mattress. But yeah. I was like, I want to uh, channel her. She's a boss. Like she came from nothing. <laughs> I know. I didn't even realize that was a real true story. I know. It's crazy. As we digress. I know. I'm sorry. I just like had to. It's like on our mind. It was so good. Yeah. Such a great show. All right. Anyways, back um, to sleep. So yes. So I, I want to know. She got a lot of sleep. She, Anna Delvey probably got a lot of sleep because sure she was she like, did. she was <laughs> killing it at. Mastermind of people. conning people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to also go. Like, Nicole, back up and talk a little bit about, like, what does your job look like when you're trying to help people sleep, like, as a BCBA? What does that even look like? Well, it can look different depending on who it is. Oh, um, individualized? But, is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, depending on the age group, too. So for kids, it it looks, well, it looks mostly like supporting the parent, depending on where the child's at. If they're, like, really young, then we mm-hmm. just support the parent in helping them establish healthy routines. The first step's always that bedtime routine and just figuring out are there certain setting events we need to make sure to be aware of or just adjusting um, different habits during the day to make sure that their body and their body clock's kind of on the right track and then they're ready for sleep in the evening. So there's a lot. It really starts in the morning, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. Um, and I found that fascinating. I thought, oh, it's just the before bed routine, but it's actually what we do through the whole day that impacts our ability to fall asleep at night. And so supporting families and making those changes, that's in alignment with them. So if they want to co-sleep, we co-sleep. If we want to separate, we separate. And working through that in a way that works for them. Um, For teens, it's really working with teens because you have to get them on board. Um, Teens are at a disadvantage because school times or school start times are so early. Yeah. What do you think about that? It's not great. <laughs> I know. Um, I think my nephew, he's 12, almost 12. Yeah. And he has to be up in the morning at 5.45 a.m. and it's- get the bus by 6.30. And he's not home until like five because of like after yeah. school stuff. And then it's like, that's a really long day for a 12 year old. I just can't. And then it's like so stressful. He has to play video games for at least four hours. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. how the hell is he supposed to get that in? Exactly. Exactly. Ugh. Oh, kids just don't have downtime anymore. No. Kids, teens, like what is downtime for them? And I think they have a hard time with being bored. Mm-hmm. Like being bored is where all the creative comes in. I remember my childhood. Um, I always say, I'm just so bored. Like I just like, <laughs> yeah. And there's no. really nothing that you, unless you want to play Monopoly for like three hours. Like my mom would be like, go outside it. and play. I'm like, I'm just yeah. so bored. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so bored. And then you had to use your like creative mind to figure out something that would entertain you versus mm-hmm. like, you know, seeking out those dopamine hits on TikTok or video games. Okay. Talk about dopamine kind of hits. I want to, I want to know this. Like, Okay. So especially in teens, I think this is something that like just, or teens and adults, it keeps us awake at night. And in order to go to sleep, your brain has to be calm. Mm -hmm. Your body needs to be calm, which means your cortisol needs to be low. Everything needs to be like on the decline. Um, Especially with social media and social connection that lights up our brain more than something like passive watching Inventing Anna. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. although it might light your brain up if you want to do the accent. Um, (laughs) But when you're on things like TikTok, that's why they're so addictive. Mm -hmm. YouTube. Every time you swipe to a new video, your brain's like, whoop, got another hit. You just keep swiping and you're oh, one more video. And then it's like two hours later because I, that's why I don't have TikTok. I just like, I can't. Yeah. Because my brain is so so sensitive to that. Yeah. And some brains are easy. They can turn it on, turn it off. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I just cannot. Like if it's, if I'm really in I don't that even cycle, use TikTok. I can't. I just feel like it's, it's too like. Much. I'm obsessed. It's literally an, a problem of yeah. scrolling. And it's funny because like now all like those songs and all like the different like, like noises or whatever, I replay in my head all day long. And the second I have any downtime, like when my husband gets home and I'm like, you know, doing all my chores and like emptying the dishwasher and cooking dinner, I just start mm-hmm. like 
riffing through all these things and he's like what are you talking about and i'm like i don't know it just stuck in my head from tiktok from like scrolling through it and it's right. I, it's definitely not and again starting my day that way i don't think is great no it's working on like it's learning how to regulate your own body and part of that is regulating your brain yeah right and how what calms it what doesn't and then looking through that and doing a bit of an assessment <laughs> yep. of like knowing which ones do and which ones don't. And everyone's brains work differently, but especially with social media, using that in the evening will keep you more alert and it'll be harder to wind down. Although some people use it to fall asleep, which I don't necessarily recommend because it will still push your bedtime later than mm-hmm. it would have been without it. But it starts to become a comfort thing and a dependent. Um, Sometimes you, know, you got to wonder why you're scrolling. Like, what am I avoiding here? That's what you said during our talk. Yeah. What am I avoiding? And I also just worked out on my paper. I always take notes. I wrote, in my mind, I have associated that being calm or um, I guess the word would be calm is equal to not productive. Hmm. And that chaotic totally. and hyper is productive. And if you're... Hmm calm or you're feeling like everything's fine, it means you're not doing what you need to be doing. And that is, I need to unpair those two things. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Nicole. <laughs> it's really, honestly, it's really hard mm-hmm. to be in that calm place. Like for me, I have a hard time with yoga and meditation because I feel like I am calm, like I'm using quotation marks when I'm like heavy working out or like moving and that's fine, but it also is learning how to, so when we fall asleep, we do need to lie still, Mm -hmm. nothing on and be okay with that. Just breathe. And just breathe. And it takes 15 to 20 minutes to just lie there and then you'll fall asleep. Some people expect to fall asleep like that, but if you're falling asleep within two minutes, likely you're sleep deprived. Or you likely um, you took three trazodone. <laughs> exactly. Or you took a medication that just like puts you out. And so or you're LA Ron and can be snoring in like seven seconds. It's like so annoying. He's so balanced. Yeah. So he knows balanced. How, he knows yeah, he he knows how to like he has this like little box, like, okay, I'm in sleep box now. I'm just gonna go to sleep. I'm not thinking about anything else. for Kobe because mom's got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally, I'm like uh, I can't like, imagine that. Yeah, I I think that's like from what I'm understanding and from what I'm learning is that yeah, the feminine brain is a little bit more everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then the masculine, they just got their boxes and they just stay in their boxes. And um, I learned so this true. from my business coaching. I was like, oh my gosh, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. That's why women have a hard time. Just like you can't like business stays like work stays at work. Like yeah, my, no. <laughs> my husband is a respiratory therapist and he works in the hospitals and he's been working there throughout, like since the pandemic, that's I was so like, how so are you hard. not like burnt out and so tired? Well, that's funny. Cause my husband, he makes, um, he manages a team of people that make engine parts for Pratt and Whitney planes, which is like everyone flies on them. If you've ever flown, you've flown on a engine. And like, if yeah. their specs are so friggin' detailed and if, any of them are messed up. Like people will crash and die. So like he's, and he comes home from work and he's just like completely shuts off and is just so like, like hasn't thought about like what could have happened and like gone down Ah. the rabbit hole. (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God, I put that part through the wrong, like, no, it's just like, he's just like, no, it's fine. That was work. I'm home now. I'm now I'm going to play angry birds for 16 hours and like chill out (laughs) and work on my boats. And I'm like, (laughs) you're anxious for him. Like I'm telling you, Oh like, my god! This is no funny. offense, men. I love you guys, but love you, men. Yes, couldn't, like couldn't be without you. Yeah, you know, like Adam needed Eve. He's like, he's like my rock. He's like my person. Like, I couldn't live with. He's my soulmate. I always say that. Leon shits on me. <laughs> she, she's not joking to that. Anyways, no. But no, what I am saying is, I I do think we are like a little bit more complex in some ways in terms of like legit. Give Eliron meat and sex. <laughs> maybe a whiskey and like he's good to go i'm legit like <laughs> oh man uh-huh. um yeah i'm like well do we have enough toilet paper does kobe have diapers did he get the diapers in there because like, he did have that rash but did you make sure to get his helmet appointment in because you know you're taking him in the morning but if we don't get that then oh my god i forgot to order his blueberries but now he's still constipated <laughs> and i'm like like that's my brain at any moment and 
oh my God, yes, I finally thought of a good acronym for that thing we're going to be teaching in class. Yes, he says, okay, write it down. Casey, Casey, do you get my voice now? Okay, hold on. Ah, Kobe screaming. Like, this is literally like my brain at all times. And, and I'm like, in between. That? It's and so I'm exhausted. Exhausting. And then, like, my brain, if it's understimulated for one second, it's like, hmm, time to start thinking about anxious things. Am I happy in my life? Do I like what I'm doing? Am I good? Am I happy? Is that around the one? Like, is this like where I want to be with the rest of my life with anything? Like, okay, what about this? Like, I don't think we should start a new program. I'm like, can we just focus on the one thing that we need to like do right now? And that's where I think, and that's where insomnia comes in, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why we do things to like distract ourselves from those. Cause yeah, once you do calm, like you can, I mean, it's the connections, right? Like you got RFT. I'm not like an expert in RFT, but it's like, you've got like this thought connect to this thought. And now we're making new associations and now we're going down this hole of like, we can go far if you let your brain go that way. Totally. And so it's how to bring yourself back to the present moment. And so with adults, it's a lot of that. Like it's a lot of behavior change, but it's a lot of noticing when our brain goes, whoo, like we're squirreling mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much or digging for something. And then we start to get anxious and have a panic attack. Like I was on doing acupuncture, like if you want to be like forced to lie still and do nothing, go get acupuncture because <laughs> you have needles yeah. everywhere and you can't move. I felt like I was going to have a panic attack. So I let myself think about like a sleep client and I went like worst case scenario. I was like, that is so unrealistic from mm-hmm. like what you had recommended. Yeah. Um, but you can go to that like dark place really quickly if you let yourself and how to bring yourself back and just focus on the breath. And just practicing that in bed too can be helpful because sometimes bed has been paired too much with spiraling thoughts, anxiety. Um, and that's why I sleep things. on the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Spiral, get it? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> we all, we oh, live God. life in this cycle is basically where we live our life. We need to like oh, exactly. live in the it's tumble, finding, the tumble dry. Like, yeah. Like you guys are constantly like being like thrown over under, like you're under the wave, mm-hmm. right? Like you're just getting rolled, 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 but it's like trying to get back on top. Yeah. And just like, but you, you secretly to, like, like get off to it. Like it's also like a rush that <laughs> you get. That's the problem too. Yeah. That's the dopamine, Leon. And that's like, that reinforces that. Like it's just, it's a cycle. Of, it was so funny. Um, Last Friday I had that doctor's appointment in Boston, which is like an hour and a half drive. So my day was kind of like, that Leon knew I was doing that. And she like got me a massage for when I got out of it. And it was so sweet. She's like, today we're taking a self-care day. I was like, that's great. Cause I'm going to get my butthole probe, but that's fine. If you consider that <laughs> self-care, then sure. But after that was like massage. It is. it is. Yep. And so, but this is what cracks me up about her. She calls me on my way and she's like, you know, like I said, this is the morning where she should have been sleeping and she's spiraling. Like, I think we need more hours in the day, Casey. I'm like, okay, what, what do you want me to do? Like I create a new clock of the world. Like, she, I don't know. I think that I just need like longer childcare. I'm like, okay. Like, so what do you think? Like another hour? Like, I don't know. What can we do? And you're just like going called, she called me like three times, just kept calling me back of like new things that she wanted to do. <laughs> like, I was like, Jesus, we girl, you cannot just take a minute. You're like smiling. I have no like, chill. No, no chill. You say I have no chill. Like, different 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 chills different chills i know know. well we're so like we're like you can get so practiced in being in that high state Mm -hmm. so it's like working a muscle like you have to maybe for leon it's like starting at like really low like 30 seconds and like (laughs) slowly building your way up to like a longer time because i think if you were just like i'm gonna do half an hour of like mindfulness i think that would just be a lot for you but it's like slowly yeah dude i know i plan it every time i'm like leon you're gonna do 10 breaths and I'm like, I'm so focused. I've even got to three. And then I don't even remember starting it because I like obviously was doing something else. <laughs> yeah, your brain had gone somewhere else. So maybe and like when it's your starting Apple Watch three. tells you to take a breath, you're like, you think I have an effing minute right now? <laughs> I always <laughs> like, ignore that. <laughs> yeah, right? It's not, it's like, not serving as a It's not serving as a prompt. But it's, I think that's where adults give themselves a hard time. It's like, oh, I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. But it's like, where are you at now? And how can you start building some momentum, right? Just like slow, successful steps. And for some people, it is just like, okay, I'm just not going to drink coffee after 2 p.m. Because they usually have a 3 p.m. And so it is just noticing like, where can we slowly build on that skill? Just like we would with our students. Totally. We don't expect them to do it right away Mm -hmm. and then fail and then 
sometimes least to most prompting isn't helpful. It's like just go full in and start to fade back and the expectations a little bit more. And you know, one thing that this episode will be out before, like when we're in the middle of the summer collective and we have made a major change to Mm -hmm. the time. um, And it's for, honestly, for both benefits of us as teachers and and for our students. And we've taken the data and gotten their feedback of, you know, especially for East Coast people starting to like study really, really extensive, hard concepts at 8 p.m. at night and sometimes not finishing till midnight isn't great. And we offer all the recordings so you can, and people say they enjoy watching the recordings better. So we are starting earlier. And for us too, like for a sleep cycle, like we can't just burn ourselves into the ground by like, you know, Monday and Wednesday, like you're, like I said, like you're amping up, amping up, amping up to be on for three hours at a time when your body naturally should be settling down. And so, um, I really hope that this does (laughs) aid in our taking, you know, some healthy habit steps towards being able to be the best for our students and our students to be the best studiers on for them too. Um, Well, I think they'll get more out of it. Like they'll, they'll be able to either decide to show up or they can be like, you know, I'm just going to take care of myself tonight and watch the recording tomorrow morning. So I don't work tomorrow morning or feel Um, not the pressure of showing up and having to like, be like, so, so on like, Maybe too, yeah. you put it on, put us on in the background while you're cooking dinner for your kids. Just make sure you're muted. Yeah. Okay. But knowing that you can go back and watch the recordings when you are in a space yeah. that doesn't require, you know, you know, you just maybe on Saturday mornings or whatever, whatever, everyone's different. Everyone has a different lifestyle, mm-hmm. but um, that's a big change for us. And I, I really do think that it's going to help. Yeah. I think that's, and for just for learning in general, like, I remember, I think during my master's, I realized I was like, you should not send emails or do anything <laughs> important after like 4 p.m. <laughs> Literally. I know. I like same, same, same. Like I Because like school takes a lot out of you. Yes. And you have to really notice like, okay, when am I doing my best work and how can I plan around that? Mm-hmm. Am I more creative in the morning? Like, does that fill my cup so I can do the stuff that I don't like to do later? Right. Do I study better? Like if I'm going to study at night, do I do the easy stuff? Right. Like maybe and just then, go back through my notes and look at them versus like open yeah. Cooper and study all of RFT. Like yeah. for me, I, I know I'm a person who I think of everything horrible that's going to happen that if I don't get done. So I want to get things done really early so that I can then get it almost like that negative breathe. reinforcement. I can just, yeah, breathe and be like, oh, I got all those tasks. Like the emails are so like after a weekend to check like the contact email, I was like, Oh my God. But I get it done right away in the morning. Cause I mm-hmm. don't want that lingering over my head all day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that just, there's so many things that I like am thinking in my head right now, what I need to change with my mm-hmm. sleep patterns. And yeah. And I think for students, it's um, like, I remember, there were so many things that I did when I was studying that just impacted the quality of the study. And then I'd have to study longer on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, that getting ability. That high, it's getting that high quality sleep. So like watching your caffeine, like don't like maybe avoid the caffeine right before bed. Um, Cause then you'll get that quality sleep that will help you retain and learn. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you won't get as deep of a sleep if you have caffeine. Although some people say they can sleep with it. Um, the research says that when they like, put the electrodes on their brains. They, they don't reach the deep quality sleep they need to, yeah. but perception, they feel like they did. And then drinking before bed too. Like sometimes it's, I remember, you know, you'd pair like a cocktail or glass of wine with studying because you want to pair reinforcement. But if you want to get the high quality out of your studying, I would just go for the water, or the, the, the decaf tea. I mean, like, unless you're planning on getting wasted before your, your test, like don't yeah. study while you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I see it all the time. Yeah. I, I feel like on social media, I have, I have a lot of students too. And I'm like, Ooh, like, did you know that if you, cause when you drink, you actually lose a lot of your REM sleep. Like oh, you, that like ruined, you think like, Oh, I passed out drunk, but you're like feeling like that's also part of the hangover. I think. It is. It's the biggest part. Yeah. And the REM sleep is responsible, like a lot of like memory and like that emotional side of things. So if you want to remain stable, you need your REM sleep. And that's where like the teens struggle because your most of your REM sleeps in the last like couple hours of your uh, sleep cycle. Um, and if you're cutting your sleep short, 
you're not getting a lot of your REM sleep. So You know what sucks is that I'm thinking about those last few hours, like from 3 a.m. to 5.30, and that's when I get the least amount of sleep because of my frigging cats. They... Mm-hmm. wake they start waking us up at like 3 30 of like it's not even like they're like clawing they're just next to us purring so loud like and it's like i think it's oh it's so relaxing but really i'm just up from three yeah, honestly you should probably just buy another one <laughs> i would have off another cat 15 if i could but cats are tough to change their behavior because they're just so stubborn and it's like i don't <laughs> want them to not sleep with us that's like my whole my favorite part of going to bed is they get in bed with us and it's like but they're actually ruining our last good few hours of sleep because we're you both, might need to set a boundary with your cats I know. no i was like <laughs> pissed off at Elyron that he like decided he no longer wanted dogs in the bed and i'm like what the hell you liked it and you liked them too and blah 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 but like i have to tell you and I like loved it because Pavlov would sleep between my legs. But like my quality of sleep when I don't have them in the bed and I'm not like worried that I'm going to make him uncomfortable pushing him to the side or something. The dog I'm talking about, not Eliron. Right. Um, is so much better. Yeah. Dogs in the bed are definitely, if you can get your animals out of the bed, I would highly suggest it. I mean, if <laughs> I, I have the king size bed for myself. <laughs> But if they're interrupting your sleep, unless you're going to bed at like seven, I know. and then they're waking you up at three, because you no. might not be getting your REM sleep, and then she does go to bed at seven, dude. So it's perfect, perfect. <laughs> seven till three. <laughs> you're good. Dude, no, she acts like I'm like this like ninety year old woman. I actually am cool. I've been like chilling later lately. You know that because I've been okay. texting you later. I also I same thing it. though with Liat. Like I always say, like I should not be texting after eight p.m. because then I turn into like a total bitch, and like I'm like annoyed that she's texting me, and she's like, "Why are you so mean right now?" <laughs> No, that's yeah. not it because it's like friendship mode. I'm not even texting you about work. No, I know. Yeah, it's turning. I mean, I turn off. I mean, I feel like sometimes I'm like old too, but I'm not old. But it's turning off. No, that's awesome. Like it's not an old thirty eight, mm-hmm. and it helps you just relax, and then you can just watch your Netflix. You can do what you need to do, and finding those replacement behaviors, right? Other than like what was keeping you up later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know what, Nicole? I just love you. I think that you're amazing. And a humongous expert on sleep. And there's a lot of things that I'm going to take away from this episode. <laughs> and hopefully you can hold me accountable. Um, yeah. And be like, uh, Casey, don't wear that cozy headband to bed anymore. You need to just act as <laughs> I mean, long. you can if you want if you're sleeping. Not when I'm playing Chicago Med all night and it's like like oh, heightened yeah. f- fight or flight, like emergency mm-hmm. noises all night. Like, that is not okay for sleep. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. But maybe if I put like a really like slow meditation on. Then I can wear my cozy yeah. headband to bed. Insight Timer is a great app. I like that. Also, I think I use Calm. Insight Timer and Calm, I think. Yeah. Peloton actually has some good meditations too. Yeah. you, you Ideally, you want like white noise. If you're going to do white noise, you want something that's non-looping and it's just the same because then you'll less likely wake up. Um, non-looping. Explain yeah. That. So there's no like different. It's like the same sound all oh, night. Okay. Sometimes with, if there's a different sound or a change in sounds that can cue your brain to wake up. Mm-hmm. It's like on alert. Yep. Um, Have you channel. heard of that thing that, that sound called weightless? No, I haven't. By Mac Marconi union. No. You have to read all the research about these specific sounds to sleep. It's like meant to put you into the deepest sleep. I think I've seen that. Like there's some uh, new products coming out. I think there's a lot. I see every day there's like new sleep products, which is, I mean, everyone wants sleep. So the motivation to buy all these products is really high. Yeah, totally. But are they like pills, like medicine? Or are they like actual like... I think it's a sound. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's... um, I've seen some too where there's like different sounds to cue your brain to go into a deeper sleep, but you don't know the sound. Like you're not consciously aware of the sound. Um, I'm not too much. Dude, we, too we had a guest the other day who said that he goes to sleep listening to us. I'm like, that sounds like pure hell. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, wow. Uh, <laughs> I would not. Be. I mean, th- that's funny because like everyone creates their own sleep dependencies. Like I said, it's just, um, like, like a pacifier. I, yeah, it's like a pacifier. It's like full, like going to bed with a full stomach can be one. Like I used to do that. Um, and then I would wake up starving and I wouldn't be able to fall back asleep. And this is before I knew everything about sleep. It's like, and that's, like, oh, it must be genetic because my dad does it. I'm like, no, my dad just has poor sleeping <laughs> habits. 
Wait, what do you mean? Eating in the night? Yeah, yeah. So if you eat, if you're full when you go to sleep and you wake up starving and you can't go back to sleep until you eat something, it's likely that being full is a sleep dependency. I think that's what mine is. Because you guys always eat dinner wicked late. Yeah, and really late, like at 10 sometimes. It's crazy. And And then I wake up in the night starving and I'll eat in the night. Yeah, that might be what yours is. Totally. That describes her perfectly. And for me, like I didn't like some nights I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, you have to be kind to yourself if it happens because, you know, you go out, you eat later, but then, you know, like, okay, the next night I'll see if it works. And it does help. Like you want your digestive system to rest overnight, but if it's full when you go to sleep, it doesn't rest um, and your quality of sleep will change and all of that. So, and that's what happens. It's better, but I mean, that's what happens after the collective though. I think like. When you, I don't know if Leah, you feel this way, but we teach. And then I, I could have had dinner at five before the collective. And it doesn't matter. It does never fail. I am starving after the class. Like, I don't know if it's because your brain's working so much or you're just high, like, cortisol and my, like, but I'm, like, ravenous at, like, midnight. And not ever, not any other night. Like, because I'm clearly sleeping other nights. But yeah, I'm just like, oh, my God, I want a bagel so bad right now. And it's, like, so horrible to eat that before you go to bed. But you have to, but it happens. And sometimes it's like, it's just noticing. Like for me, it was really interesting to just notice it so that in the middle of the night, I can make a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. I can be like, do I want to go back to bed? I know this is a sleep dependency that I'm working on fixing. Yeah. I'm just going to eat the darn apple because I need to sleep. I have like something in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'll fix this then over the next week. Like I'll, I'll try some new things. I like how you said um, darn, the darn apple. You're so, <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> I know. Oh, I love it. You're <laughs> like, do I swear? I'm like, I mean, we dropped a few bombs here. But, that's okay. but that darn apple. <laughs> the darn apple. I'm just going to, I mean, you know, in the middle of the night, my like vocabulary is not. Darn apple. It's not that. <laughs> oh, I love um, it. I like it. Yeah, it's uh, those, those little things. Mm-hmm. Um, like I used to, when I was a kid, because again, my parents didn't know how to, like, they didn't know what to do to help us sleep better. And I was a very anxious sleeper. And so I'd create my own sleep dependencies, like books on tape, because that's all we had. back then. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd listen to like Matilda or the BFG. Like, oh my know, God, <laughs> dude, same. Yeah. On books on tape. Yes, and then I would just tape, like BFG, Matilda to fall asleep. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in the middle of the night, you'd have to flip it. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm literally <laughs> having, like, flashbacks to my childhood. Because also, my parents were on – I mean, everyone knows that. Listen, they were on drugs. And I would still, like, never know when they were even coming home from the bar. So it would be loud or they'd be fighting or whatever. And I would always – that's – oh, my God. I forgot I even did that. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's rel- it's like you just create these habits. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that becomes part of how I fall asleep. And if it's paired too much with it, then that cues, I mean, that starts to cue sleep too. So, I mean, now, like yeah. there was a time when I would only watch like 13 going on 30 to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And every time I watched it outside of bedtime, I would be like asleep and like, <laughs> <laughs> CMO, CMO surrogate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, any movies I was like, why do I always fall asleep in movies? Like I never used to, but then it started to become a habit. I would always watch movies before bed and then I'd fall asleep. So mm-hmm. now anytime I go to watch a movie, I fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you just, I think it, it is just noticing and deciding, do I want to change this? Am I ready to change this? And if you are, then, I mean, reach out. I was going to say, <laughs> reach to out help. to your behavior gal on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Thank so. you so much, Nicole, for coming on today. No problem. I love chatting with you. I could chat forever, Liat. Yeah. I hope that you take a lot of this um, into your real life um, so that you can show up ready to rock. You rock out with a cock out, you know? <laughs> but also be kind to yourself yes. because you do have a baby and I like know. just get the sleep you can. And, and I'm here to support you always because I yeah get semi-okay sleep because I don't have a baby. So, but yes. All right, Nicole, you rock. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was great. So great. And thanks for leading us in the right direction with other things to help us balancing. Oh, I signed up business. for that business thing. Oh, that's exciting. I'm making Liat come. You guys, should, I'll be there. We're going to get a mentor. We're going to get a mentor and be balanced, guys. So watch out, world. 
<laughs> watch honestly, out, watch out. Yeah, it's, finding that support system in business can help you start to take care of yourself. And once you start taking care of yourself, sleep will come to you. Um, I can't cool. wait. I can't wait. Love that. Can't <laughs> wait. Literally can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> can it happen tonight? <laughs> I know. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on, Nicole. It's been awesome. And with that, you guys know where to find us. You can find us on Instagram at Behavior Bitches Podcast, on Facebook at Behavior Bitches Podcast. You can find us online, behaviorbitches.com. And there you can also subscribe for our newsletter so you know what episodes are dropping. And as always, love ya. Mean it. Hey guys, it's Liat and Casey. We just want to take a second to let you know that if you're thinking of being a millennial like us and starting your own podcast, there is a way. You can do your show without having to become an audio editing and production wizard because guess what? We don't know shit with that. But we have Alan at Pretty Easy Podcast who helped us get started. He records our shows. He posts them. He adds awesome, awesome music and cool shit when we don't even know what he's doing. He sends us teaser episodes. He does it all. We just sit here and friggin' talk. We shoot the shit and you can record from home, your office, the park, a bathroom stall at work. It doesn't matter. He provides the complete podcast studio. All you need is a microphone and you're good. Alan caters to your schedule and gives you a producer for your show at your beck and call. He has been super flexible with our schedule. Whenever we need him, we go to Google Calendar. We just book him and he does all the hard work. It's like so incredibly easy. That's why it's probably called Pretty Easy Podcast. So be heard and have some fun podcasting like us. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com today. 